Hey everybody, you're listening to Big Things with Zach Miko, and on today's episode, I sit down with model Katya Zarkova. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the theme song. All right, and welcome everyone back to Big Things with Zach Miko. As always, I am your host, Zach Miko. Thank you guys very much for being here. This is season two. How do you guys like it so far? We only had the one, but Jillian's pretty badass, isn't she? Yeah, you liked it. I did too. We got a great episode for you today. I sit down with model, mother, awesome, Russian badass Katya Zarkova, everybody. Um, yeah, we're looking. It's, it's we had a great, great, great talk. You guys are gonna love it. Uh, Katya is a model now living in the D.C. area. When I met her, she was living in Miami. Um, she's awesome. She's been modeling for. She's one of Russia. She's considered Russia's first uh, plus size model. She's like the Ashley Graham of Russia, everybody. But now she lives here in the United States. Um, she's awesome. Her and I met in Miami. Because I was doing a shoot, and she just walked up to me, this, you know, beautiful Russian model, and she's like, hello, I know you. That's the worst accent. I'm not going to do that. But she was like, you know, did the whole, like, hello, I know who you are, uh, and now you're going to take a picture with me. And I was like, yeah, uh, you, you got it. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, and then over the years, we became friends, and uh, we finally got to sit down and have a great talk. We're going to talk about modeling. We're going to talk about motherhood we talk about u.s russia relations which is even more important now um i'm filming (laughs) i'm recording this um the weekend before and we just found out that michael cohen lied about russia connections yay not yay i don't know it's a weird world it was really cool and we get to sit down and her and i had a heart to heart about why u.s and russia have been so antagonistic towards each other um, but it's mostly about modeling. I promise we don't get too deep into it. Anyway, I'm rambling. Without further ado, my interview with Katya Zarko. Ladies and gentlemen, I am sitting here with incredible model, mommy, uh, plank, one, one year planking, amazing person, Katya Zarkova, everybody. How you doing? Hello. How you, Hi. How you doing? Welcome. Nice to see you again. Yeah, nice to see you again. So we met on a beach in Miami. Um, I was in the middle of shooting something. And I was just running to you with screaming. Yeah, exactly. Ah, that's you. He <laughs> just came up and just like, you're like, hi, I'm Katya. I'm a model and we need to take a picture now. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. Everyone pause. We're going to go over here. Because I read a lot about you on the internet and see, since you are the first male model. Yeah. 
in this fashion plus size industry. I just wanted to have you in my history as well. <laughs> exactly. No. And I remembered, I, yeah, we met, we talked a little bit and then I had to get back to shooting, of course. But then, yeah, I've started following you on Instagram ever since then. I've been following your career and your life ever I'm following since. following you from the beginning of your career because oh, you that. was kind of like the big, you know. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun time. Definitely. So um, let's start from the very beginning. That's where I usually start with uh, where are you from? I bet our audience can probably guess. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do have a very strong accent. So everybody is actually uh, advising me to speak slowly. That's oh, you're, why you'll be I will fine. be very strange. Oh, don't worry. You're not even our, our first Russian guest. So uh, my audience is pretty used to, um, do you know who Christiana is? She's another uh, model. Not yet. No, just, you'll, you like her. You guys have very similar personalities. Yeah? You okay. get along very well. Okay, great. So, but so we've had a little experience with Russian accents, so don't worry. Okay, but you know, when I came to America, everybody was actually advising me to find the American boyfriend. Okay. So I can practice English and speak fluently, but so rude of my husband, he never actually let me do it. You know, I was like asking him, like. Maybe it will work yeah. for both of us. How dare he? I know. Very rude Russian, you know, well, that's what they're talking about. May, maybe if you let him get an American girlfriend too, but <laughs> <laughs> you never know. The arrangement works for some people, yeah, not me. I, I'm too So jealous. that's why I still have this, you know, problem with the English, I guess, sometimes. Oh, no, you speak it's great. It's all because of my husband, sorry. I'm also Russian. always amazed, like... It, you always come people from like other countries always come to America and they're always apologizing for their English and I'm always just like none of us can speak any other language don't worry I am so impressed that like it took me 10 years actually I, Do you know <laughs> when I just came to America I do remember myself that I cannot even say hello oh my god I was feel so embarrassed when I was speaking English but that's so amazing that you like can like that's the way so I'm learning uh Spanish right now because I I just feel so dumb not knowing another language <laughs> so I was like I need to learn another language so I'm Everybody working on speak Spanish here, and everyone yeah. in New York speaks Spanish so I was like this will make my life easier and even though I like kind of know stuff it is there's almost this self-consciousness where like I'll go into a Spanish bakery and I'll want to order in Spanish, but I just am too nervous to do it because I'm like, they're going to ask me the one question I don't know. And I'm just going to have, sure. I'll have to break back into English and be like, I don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I even tried doing that. Yeah, But just try it. You know, you just need to open your mouth and exactly. just try to talk to people. I know that's how, that's how, you, that's how it works. I just have to like, let them, <laughs> I always want to like go into places and be like, hi, I'm trying to learn Spanish. Please don't judge me. <laughs> I'm going to try. But, so I've um, been here 10 years already in USA, but I uh, started my modeling career when I was 14 years old. Okay. And it looks like I'm 37 years old right now. Uh, that's what it looks like. <laughs> it's my, based on my passport, you exactly. know, but it's all lie, of course. Exactly. It's looking like I'm that. In my soul, I'm still 16. <laughs> Listen, all of us. Actually, yeah. not, I hated 16, so I'm glad I'm past that. That's actually true. I think I'm like 25 in my soul. That's where Especially. I want to stay. Yeah. I came to New York when I was 28. That was exactly the right moment for me because I already had the education. Yeah. And I already had the career on television in Russia. Absolutely. So when I came here, it was all about the dress about the party, about the modeling, yeah. you know, like you got to jump full right attention in. of what Just, should I do. Yeah, you got to jump right into the fun part of it. <laughs> so uh, where in Russia were you born? 
I was born actually in Belarus because my okay. father worked in army and we used to travel a lot. Okay. Uh, so I so came that was, to Moscow was... when I was in university only. Okay, so it was still Soviet Union when yes. you were young. Yes, and yes. Then yes. I was born in Soviet Union, so okay. for me it's still Soviet Union, to be honest. <laughs> well, that's what's funny is like my, um, my grandfather um, was... Uh, Czechoslovakian uh-huh. and then all of a sudden I remember in the mid 90s he just walked up to me he's like well we're Slovak now and I was like what and he goes mm, it's not Czechoslovakia anymore <laughs> and he was just like based on where he was from he's like I guess now we're Slovak okay and I was like oh yeah. all right cool so it's so fun like because because you know the USSR had it's now like what 20 plus different nations now mm-hmm. so it's pretty it's pretty nuts. It's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so you, then you started. So your father worked in the army, and, and you, we but you started young at fourteen. My mom a photographer. Oh, so perfect. I was actually start when I was born, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> because she used to do a lot of pictures of me because I wasn't so pretty and everybody was laughing. Oh. When they look at me, I was look like a boy, and I didn't speak when I was till I was three years old. Okay. So for my mommy, I guess uh, it was the only one hope to make me beautiful oh. <laughs> with the pictures, oh. because she was shooting me and she was asking to smile to her. Yeah. So that's probably helped me to gain a lot of confidence, I guess. Well, it gets you super comfortable in front of the camera. At yes, I am age. not even afraid right now to speak English. See? Exactly. <laughs> Listen, you sound perfect, so don't worry <laughs> one bit. If so, you, I don't know a single... I know... Uh, I will teach you later, okay. I was going to say, bye, I'm trying bye, to... Bye-bye. I was to say if I know any Russian... Estrovia? Is that drinking? That's, that's cheers? See, you know. That's, that's it. That's all what you need to know. I, well, <laughs> I know cheers in so many different cultures because I was like, I don't know how to do most things, but I know that every culture likes to drink. So I'm like, I'll, I know true. how to say cheers and enjoy yourself. Uh. So I started my modeling career professionally when I was 14 years old. Okay. Uh, 14. 14, yeah. yeah. I came to model agency. Uh, okay. It was actually the modeling school. Oh. So they teach us how to do stuff, how to walk runway, how to pose. So it was kind of like rehearsal twice a week Yeah. Uh, for a couple of years wow. in a very small town because I was living, you know, Smolensk, if you ever watch the yeah. <laughs> Some movie about Russia. So that was um, the city where I was discovered as a plus size model. Great. And you were like, so... It was, I guess, 1997, something like that. Wow. So they... Um, Way did, back. <laughs> did you move right to Russia? I'm not Russia. Uh, Moscow after that? Mm, I went uh, to Moscow for university. Okay. Uh, it was University of Culture and Art. Okay. So, and in Moscow, it's a lot of model agency, of course. We yeah. do have a lot of beautiful girls, but um, we didn't really have the industry for the plus size woman. No, I, d- I wouldn't imagine. I mean, no one did. That was the thing, yeah. especially in 97. It's, yeah. There wasn't even much happening in the U.S. With it when it came That's to that. That's true. So it was kind of difficult for me because I was knocking to the door to the model agency, asking mm-hmm. them to sign me up. And they were looking to my face uh, and they're like, yes, sure. But then they checked my measurements and I was bigger than uh, the standard model supposed to be. So that's uh, all the time was kind of confusing, you know. Hmm. People. I know it, it's because they kind of, kind of they look in your eyes and they're like, oh, you kind of pretty, but you kind of 
not really pretty because uh, uh, your body is different. And that's just kind I of, know. you know, things which makes you wondering about how you actually look like. I know. I know. That's the thing, especially in the modeling agency. We chose a career where we're scrutinized over every inch of our body every day. Yeah. And it's Even like fingers, you know, I know, I know exactly. And it's like. As you said that, I looked at my fingers. I was like, I hope I... Sorry to mention that. <laughs> no, I'm like, I always have dirt under my nails. I was like, okay, good. I don't. I'm going well. <laughs> I remember the first time I had to get a manicure. I was very surprised. Because, you know, the first time I had a manicure, I was modeling. Oh, and okay. they were like, and I just, even now on the You was the afraid rare, even to give the hands, like, I guess. It is. It's weird. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's hard. I keep like pulling back. But yeah. you, get, you get used the to it. The profession, yeah. Exactly. Nothing what you can do. You just need to follow the flu. <laughs> no, exactly. What did you um, study when you went to university? Um, it was kind of, uh, I'm a professional producer. Yeah. Let's pronounce that uh, like that. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But um, I wrote my, I also had a PhD. Yeah. That because I was also already working on um, music television. It's like MTV in Russia. Yeah. Just Russian Mustave. So I was um, writing my dissertation about how the reality TV show can affect the teenagers. Okay, that's amazing. <laughs> because, you know, we already have this reality show about the celebrities. It's like Kim Kardashian, but yeah. just Russian. So, and the teenager is watching and repeating everything. So yeah. I was already kind of trying to <laughs> uh, say to the people, like, hey, let's keep an eye on that reality no, television. Exactly. Because if the teenager will copy everything from this yeah. TV show, we need to keep an eye on what the TV show is about, you know, because no. that is all about the next generation. Yeah, definitely. Especially since, I mean, now we're in like an all reality show generation. Even Instagram right now, it's all about the reality show, right? That's all <laughs> it is. It's like all that we're doing. Like every time. Uh, it's get, like a, our resume right now. If you, yeah. don't, if you don't have the Instagram, you don't exist. That's the number <laughs> one thing. Because, you know, I'm sure you also have people constantly writing to you of like, I want to be a model. How do I do it? And... I suggest everybody to complete my plank marathon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. That's why I found myself uh, with that um, answering for them. Yeah. Because uh, with that answer, for, because I think that it's very difficult to become a model. Oh, yeah. It's competition. It's absolutely And right now hard. it's a huge competition. And it's all about what makes you stand out over other people. Because, yes. like, even, I mean, there's plenty of attractive people in the world. and it's Everybody the is actually attractive, exactly. right? Exactly. No. in a different way because we are all supposed to be different. Exactly. But the modeling, it's all about what you do every day. Yeah. So that's about my blank marathon. Exactly. If you will do something, you did <laughs> one a, minute, and at that's least the thing. one day. You did 60-minute plank every day for over a year. I actually do it uh, for the last 20 years, you're to like be I, honest. You're like, <laughs> I still do it. I just, I've just been recording it for the No, past. I was just like, decided that I need to... Um, upload something on Instagram, which can be very useful, yeah. not just for selfie every day, you know, mm -hmm. because I would love to teach my daughter to do something more useful for that. the social network. That. Especially because social media, whether we like it or not, is not going anywhere. And our children are going to... So that's the thing is we didn't grow up with it. We like So that's why it's kind it. of strange for us. Exactly. We came to it as like, you know, teenagers and in our early 20s, we started really like understanding. It just kind of came out. We started doing it. And then like now in our professional lives, we have to do it all the time. And it's so... 
difficult. Weird. It's so weird to be on all the time. I really, and it's so important, but I hate it. I hate like that. Absolutely, I like, agree with you. To be honest, because I know. it's a job, twenty-four hours job, and and we're not looking perfect the twenty-four hours in our day. We're still human. We're not the robot, you know. <laughs> I know, and I don't do a good job of it. I'll be honest. I'm like, I did even today. I like uploaded something because I was just like, ah. Oh, just have to. So I'm like scrolling through the photos on my phone and I'm like, you know, Thursdays are easy because since it's throwback Thursday, I can choose anything. So okay. I'm just like, okay, let me find something. But I like there, I'm really, really good at social media when I'm working and when I'm out and about and like usually, no, I'm, I'm better at social media when I'm in other countries and I'm exploring an area I've never because been so before. Yeah, it's all about the traveling because it's I'm easy to write. Traveling super easy, but then like you know, everyone wants to see behind the scenes on shoots, but some clients still don't like that. But do you know, I still remember my contract with a German agency mm -hmm. where I have some um, punk, some like uh, paragraph about that I am not supposed to even show anything on my social media. Uh, like from a shoot? Yeah. Yeah, from, no. Even from my traveling. Oh, really? So I don't even suppose to sharing. That's why so many models actually wasn't even using this platform for the professional needs. Yeah. Because we were kind of strict with the contract. Well, no. It, that's it's right now is like, you know, everybody is. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's gotten easier for me. But even but before then, I remember when I first started, I had clients be like, you cannot do that. You cannot show anything back here because they still want that. Like the mystery, Delusion. especially and, with yeah. clothing. They're like, this isn't out yet. We don't want to know. Yeah, because maybe they will not even um, put this clothes for the production. Yeah. It's all about, you know, how I'll, the I'll never forget. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget one time I was doing uh, a launch of it was so Target was doing uh, launching Goodfellow. Mm -hmm. So they changed all their private labels mm -hmm. and about three years ago and they were, you know, being secretive about it and they're launching all their new private and all the stuff's awesome. And I love it. And I was helping them. Uh, I was shooting for Goodfellow, which was one of their men's brands they were launching. And you know, like when you're shooting and sometimes they'll take like stills from the day and they'll put them up on the board and you'll look at them. Well, I went over and I took a picture with my phone, not to send it on social media, just to like, I wanted to show my wife. And yeah. I was just like, hey, this looks pretty cool. Isn't this great? And all of a sudden the producer just comes running over to me, like from across the studio. It's like, you need to delete that right now. It's just like, ah, I didn't, I sent it to my wife. I'm sorry. It's not on social media. Like it's. Yeah. I do remember that very well. Trust me. When everybody's watching what the model's doing and yeah. Yeah, wasn't even allowed to have the iPhone or the phone with the camera on the set. Yeah. Some we people. wasn't even allowed to touch the phone because it's a job. You're supposed to work 24 hours, something like that. It's so funny. And that's and gone right now, now. It's kind of, you know, shaking everything well I think is now brands are starting to realize the exposure they get from the behind the scenes because that's like what we as a culture especially in America is like craving right now everyone wants to know what what's really going on but I still do know how the things is happening in Europe and especially yeah. in Russia and I still um, remember and know that not too many teenagers is actually have the access to the Instagram, yeah. and to the iPhone. Yeah. You know, the Instagram is application only for the um, uh, notebook, um, for the laptop, yeah, yeah, or yeah. for the smartphone. Oh, really? Okay. So we don't have too many teenagers and even people who are actually ready to buy these kind of things because it's kind of expensive. It's very expensive. <laughs> so I do know about the salary. And these things, you know, when everybody's like, oh, millions on Instagram. And I'm like, 
guys. <laughs> I know, I know. I know exactly that so many people still don't have this uh, ability to buy this. Kind no, of exactly. Now, it's, it's, it's a very, publish. it's a very like Western part of the world thing, especially like. And then I also forget, like you know, a buddy of mine was just in China, and I was like, "Hey, man, I didn't, I didn't see you posting anything." He goes, "It's not allowed." He goes, yeah. "You can't get on." Yes. He goes, "In the entire country of China, you can't get on Instagram. It's not, it's blocked." And I was like, "Oh, that's, that's really true. intense. Yeah, that's, that's crazy true. to think about." Oh my God! It's so the Instagram is a great idea and it's a great platform for the new beginners. Mm -hmm. But it's de definitely not just everything about the Instagram supposed to be, you know. No, exactly. But it's, but I will say that it's like exactly as you said. It's like our resume. It's like our portfolio now. People look at my Instagram. Yeah, even if you don't have education, in, yeah. but if you have the Instagram, you're fine. But that's not supposed to be like I that. Know. And that's the thing <laughs> is I think that's the problem you is know? I feel like people are like the Instagram and social media has broken all the conventional rules of fashion and show business and how to do it. It's a great platform for the fashion. It's phenomenal because it fashion is so pictures. visual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you visual. get to see everything. But like social media has made it so these, you know, people who, well, I love it because I'm one of them. I, I was discovered, quote unquote, on Instagram. So like, you know, the uh, president of IMG Models found me on Instagram. So if it wasn't for it, I wouldn't have it. But it's like all of a sudden all these people who were. They didn't have to go to LA and do all this stuff. There's people becoming famous living like in Iowa and living in, you Somewhere know, in, in Argentina away, yeah. and hanging out and there were like these global sensations just from like a handheld device. And it's, uh, I don't know. I go between. No, it's a great platform. Uh, my yeah, editorial I love and with hate it. Plus Model Mike is actually was the global. Um, uh, everybody was uh, uh, seeing my pictures because of the uh, social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. So that was in 2012. 2012. So when did you move here again? 10 years ago? I was moving here 2010. 2010. Okay, so perfect. So two years later, I had this idea from the beginning. Yeah. But it was kind of difficult to kind of produce all of this, you know, yeah. to find the photographer. And when I met this uh, amazing photographer, Victoria, mm -hmm. when I saw how what she's doing with her job, I was sharing with her the idea and she made this happen. Yeah. So you'd had an, um, we're talking about is you had an editorial for plus model magazine mm -hmm. in which you, um, were showing, you wanted to really show what a healthy body was like, is that the, yeah, it's all about the conversation, you know, everybody yeah. was seeing so many different angles in these pictures. Yeah, no, it's exactly. Just so we kind of start this, uh, the game was already, uh, the game of changing the rules was already started by Crystal Wren, by Lizzie Miller, by yeah. Whitney Thompson, of course, but, but Maida Jones, when she, she was actually the one who wrote me back when I was in Russia. I love Maddie. She's uh, great. Yeah. I, will, I still have this email where I'm like, hi, Maddie, it's 2008, and I'm Katya. I'm Russian plus size model. Yeah, yeah. What should I do? And she was like, you can come to New York. It's a lot of agencies. So she was actually advising me through the internet. Yeah. Thanks God that she was exist already. She's she's amazing. She's changed so many people's careers, and like, she she's an incredible woman. She changed my life for sure. Yeah, and well, not only that, but like, because with Plus Model Mag, it was the first thing to it was the first publication to focus on different body types than what we see in fashion every single day. Mm -hmm. So that was amazing uh, opportunity for me, thanks to the Plus Model magazine uh, that she. The Plus Model magazine was publishing these pictures because nobody else wanted to publish these pictures. I know. We send these pictures everywhere. 
Really? Six months working. Jeez. To every magazine, but everybody was saying that, no, thank you. Yeah. It's too controversial. Which is crazy, especially because, you know, 2012 wasn't that long ago, but the amount the game has changed, because in 2012, nobody was doing this. Nobody was putting real bodies out into the world. No one was celebrating real bodies. Like, And I was actually 10 kilo less. Right. <laughs> <laughs> look at me now. So, you know, it was all about the conversation, how the body is supposed to look, because the photographer sometimes make the body looks very Polish. Yeah. Which is very, you know, not very true. No, the exactly. Woman is very different, especially after they have the baby, you know, everything is changing. Mm -hmm. We are also different. We're born with different parents from the different countries. Exactly. So that's exactly why this um, uh, editorial was kind of controversial. Yeah. Because it was the real body. And, and, and again, that's something that for, was, people are afraid. Now we're finally at the point where people no, want they to can see that. Show the stretch marks and exactly. they kind of celebrate this. Great. I know. That's it's, exactly why we do this. <laughs> so were you getting, when you were, when you were back in Russia, since you were, you were essentially like the first plus model in Russia to really take off. Yes, I can say that too. It's uh, some other girls for sure in Russia who no, are working in that industry as well. I do remember myself uh, approaching a lot of girls on the street and uh, you know inviting them to the designers. I do that I all the time. I work with designers from the beginning. I do that all the time. I like there's even now there's guys I see on the street where I'm just like, oh, hey, you can I do could it. probably get you jobs, but at the same, <laughs> but like you know, I I feel weird walking up to a stranger and doing it but that's what I let my, ma my manager do he's the scouter I'm like I'll just tell you if I find a guy but you have to go talk to him I don't know so I was uh, approaching a lot of girls in Russia and inviting them for the runway show because I used to work for the Russian fashion designer mm -hmm. as a, just a fitting model and a model for the runway so I actually start some of the career in Russia as a scout yeah <laughs> kind of but I came to USA specifically because I wanted my career to be very professional yeah. I wanted to have um, the big agency behind of me. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do this editorial in America because uh, before that I already went to France. And it's so funny. I do remember myself talking with elite models in French. Yeah. And in Paris. And she was uh, the director of that agency. She was saying to me, no. No, the Paris, the French, we will never allow the plus size model B. <laughs> and, you know, from the history, because I'm already kind of 20-something, 20 20-ish 20 in no, that exactly. industry. The first L magazine with a Tara Lynn was actually French. Yeah. It's, yeah. Do you know? No, yeah, she and started off Like in, five in... years before, they were looking to my eyes and saying, no, we will never work with plus size. <laughs> I know. And now, and exactly. Well, that's the thing is because I... Um, Tara Lynn was the first plus girl signed by IMG, but it was, she was signed by IMG Paris. She wasn't even signed in the U.S. first. She was she was an IMG French. She was a French model, and like it's it, it's just it's, crazy because it's changed so quickly. I remember when I first did my like my first test shoot, I felt like the photographer was disgusted with me. He like was so unhappy of like the way I looked, what was happening, and you could tell that he was like almost annoyed just because. You, at that point, this was four years ago, the ball had kind of started rolling for women where, um, where, you know, plus women were finally 
getting the credit they were due but no one was ever thinking about guys doing it so he it, it was that's and even was then specifically why i brought you on that miami beach because you're kind of hero oh <laughs> you did you. this i know exactly how hard it is to actually be on the photo set when people is not very um, familiar with that body yeah. type you know oh, they yeah. don't really know how to dress you no they don't really it. know how to shoot you they just kind of because that idea of this um, visual idea of how the human body supposed to look it's kind of like you know in this it's like ingrained in their head and that's the thing is they still i still when i'm working with a client who this is their first time doing like men's plus i always have to like give them my little trade secrets that i've learned over the years (laughs) i'm like yeah i know you want that to happen but you're neglecting the giant belly I have, and it's not gonna look. <laughs> it's not gonna look the way you think it's gonna look. I don't. <laughs> They're like, why don't you do this and like twist backwards? I'm like, yeah, that does. That looks great with a guy with a six-pack abs, but not so good. But when it's that's me. your body. You know exactly how to use that body. You've no, been living exactly. that body for the years. You know? Exactly. I don't know. So and you were dressed <laughs> all um, the time. <laughs> I'm trying. Well, now I am. I used to be terribly dressed. Oh my god. Before I started modeling, I had no idea what I was doing. I'd wear the same like four things because it was so hard to find clothes. But it wasn't actually too many options for the men. No, there it's wasn't. Still. Now, now there's a lot more, but there's still not much. It's like I consistently wear the same like four or five brands. Like is everything I wear is like the same five brands, just because it's those are the ones that are doing it right. Because even, you already know how they fit you. Yeah. It's and easy it's, to buy. And people will say some, like certain brands, like, oh, why don't you buy this people? And I, they're like, they make big and tall clothing. And I'm like, yeah, they make real bad big and tall clothing. That's like, it, it's... Like oversized, you know? Yeah, exactly. They think that as long as it's physically covering you, it's good enough. Yeah, my father, he's very big and tall like you. Mm-hmm. And all the time when he came to USA to visit me, we have a trouble to find him the suit yeah because uh, some jacket is great but the pants is not really working together with that jacket totally so some because he have the long legs as well yeah. you know so everything is short exactly just, like, it's, it's it could be a nightmare and everyone's like oh why don't you get your why don't you like get custom clothes why don't you get it tailored i'm like because i don't have three thousand dollars to, to spend i do on remember a myself suit. when i first time i came to new york it was 2009 mm-hmm I was back to Russia with 12 suitcases of the new clothing. Oh my God. <laughs> because I was finally find the stores where I can buy everything what I want. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask. Is there, like, as a, a plus size woman in Russia, is there any, like, what are the fashion options? Uh, it's not too many, to be honest. Yeah. We still have a lot of problem, And... Um, when I was started, so that's ex- exactly why we started this kind of revolution, because yeah. we still young. <laughs> yeah. And we still want to dress ourselves not like a grandmother, no, you know, exactly. like a Russian grandmother, you know, that's a joke. Oh my God. So we still love to buy the jeans. And I do remember when I came to USA, everybody was saying, you know, I have a 20 pair of jeans. Yeah. I was lucky to have one. Not because I didn't have money, just I didn't have any options. There's a movie called uh, Moscow on the Hudson. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen it? Mm-hmm. So it's um, Robin Williams, and it's uh, he was a circus um, performer with Russia, and they were in 
Um, and this is still during the USSR. So the movie's about him defecting to the US. But I'll remember there's this scene where they're on tour with the circus in New York. And there's this one scene where they all go to Macy's and the entire circus is just not even trying them on, not just everything. picking up as many piles of blue jeans as they can. That's, yeah, that's with true. Them. Especially right now, the sizing, because yeah. the people is not getting smaller. No. It, well, in the whole world, we're not getting smaller. No. We are we're, getting bigger. That's well, it's because life. we are. I mean, and it's not just because everyone thinks it's, you know, because I mean, it definitely has to do with diet, but it's because also just evolutionary wise people also used to be much shorter mm -hmm. and what happened is we have better food we have better medicine we have uh, better right shelter yeah. and better yeah. life so because of that we're able to grow it's like the whole thing <laughs> where it's like they say like there's gold if you put a goldfish in a bowl and just keep making the bowl bigger the goldfish will just keep growing it doesn't That's true. have to i just bought the goldfish <laughs> thank you for telling me no <laughs> yeah they'll keep getting know. bigger just okay. because but that's the thing it's just because you know we're 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 not bigger for the reason we're bigger is because we as a, we as human beings are doing better therefore we are better fed we are better nourished we have better health even though it might not feel like it because everyone always says that, like, oh, you know, you have all these health problems and all that. So I'm like, go back to the Middle Ages when they had the plague and half the world died. All the we time have, I like... invite people to the Bikram yoga yeah. with me. So oh, yeah. I do this sometimes. Um, I do this challenge for three months sometimes. Every day Bikram that's yoga, one hour. So now, every now, time when somebody tries to, you know, now that's <laughs> say something, something I to always... me, I'm like, come with exactly. me to Bikram yoga. Oh, exactly. I will show you what I can. <laughs> so. That's something that I like love about following on your Instagram is there's there's that connotation that big people are unhealthy and inactive. I've never been unhealthy. Exactly. Uh, from my beginning, I was all the time in the school. Everybody was saying to me that I'm much bigger and it was kind of bullying in Russia yeah so I didn't we didn't have the social media yeah we just have some guys and some girls who were saying that to my face totally just because I was kind of runner you know I was athletic yeah so that's why I didn't um, pay attention to this word yeah but I know uh, how many girls is actually affected by this word oh, and yeah. they still are oh yeah and I know how many women in, even in Russia in Europe in here and you say just afraid of the body yeah. Because and they even afraid to meet the boy because they afraid that the boy will never love that body, you know, that know. stupid thing. So that's why actually social media is helping us to get to these girls, you know, and give them idea that well, everything is possible. They're Just seeing this it. standard of beauty and this standard of health that they never had a chance to see before. I mean, for as we said, for so long, they'd have a person with like completely flat stomach and whatnot and be like, this is what healthy is. And you're kind of like, but, oh, you know, I didn't know. They never show the parents of that, you know. No, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, do their parents? Parents look exactly the same. Yes, that's oh, what I recommend it right now, you know, to all of this marketing business. Oh, Can you please show the parents of that 14? There was uh, one time um, <laughs> I had my my buddy uh, Matthew Johnson on here. He's a personal trainer, and we were talking about because he's very he's very active on. Obviously, he's a personal trainer and a fitness instructor. His focus on. Uh, fitness is always on health. He goes, I just want you to be able to do things better and you to feel better. He goes, I'm not trying to get you a six pack. If that's what you want, we could, you know, we could figure it out. Mm -hmm. But he goes, not everyone. He goes, all those models that you see on Instagram and whatnot with the ripped six pack, 90% of that is genetics. They have the ability to do that. That's you true. don't have the ability to that's do that. True. That's true. Also, you know, right now I'm still breastfeeding my baby. Yeah. And I can say from my point that it's actually, um, um, very difficult 
and yeah. not so many people is actually able to do this. No, exactly. So that's kind of can affect the body, you know, and the habits of yeah. the children as well. Yeah. So that's kind of something which I trying to focus uh, right now with my baby and trying to give the woman advice about how to keep doing this. Because well, and that's, that's the thing. You're also difficult. you're also so. Um, outward about breastfeeding you know you post about it all the time because I know you know so many women is complaining that they don't have enough milk okay but when you put the pacifier in a baby mouse mm -hmm. when the baby is one month old that's exactly why you are not having any more breast milk oh because because it, the baby's supposed to suck your breast yeah not the pacifier yeah yeah so it's very difficult yes the first year i was actually spending at home yeah. Because that's exactly why my milk is like wasn't stopped. Yeah. Because I didn't give my baby the pacifier. And I also think um, what's important is that you're, by posting about it constantly, you're like kind of getting rid of the stigma. I don't know if it's like that in Russia and the US. Even now, there's still a very large stigma against like, especially breastfeeding in public. Very same in Russia. Yeah. Very same in Russia. That's why I'm doing this. It's because so interesting. I feel it's the most very stressed from the beginning. I was yeah. feeling stressed that my body is not exactly the body like the standard models have, yeah. the, you know. And right now, I feel feel uh, that everybody's kind of trying to say that I'm supposed to stop breastfeeding and uh, because I'm not supposed to do it publicly. Mm -hmm. But you know, if my baby wants it. No, exactly. <laughs> try and to stop it. Well, she will scream as hell. That's, that's such an interesting thing because, you know, obviously I've, I've never breastfed. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have that gift. Um, <laughs> but there's also a lot of like there's a huge stigma about doing it publicly, which is interesting because it's, it's not too many clothes, to be honest. Yeah, That's there's no exactly maternity clothes that like let yeah, you be able to easily do it. Yeah, when you go outside with your baby and the baby wants to have your breast, you are supposed to have this clothes, which will be, you know, very easily to open. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and not showing everything. Exactly. And it's, to be honest, very hard to find. Every woman after the pregnancy, it's many of them who gain weight. Yeah. So I'm kind of noticed that so many women don't really know how to dress after the pregnancy. Yeah, Herself no. anymore, because that's difficult. It's kind of like you have the new body. That's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. I was a plus size model and I still a plus size model. But after the pregnancy, I was like, oh, that's a new body well, in yeah, the mirror. It completely changes. Wow. Absolutely. And I need to be able to go outside and the baby wants to eat and I need to open something and I cannot wearing the dresses anymore. I know. Because it's just not possible, you know, going they like that. So <laughs> you need to wear something. Just taking your whole dress yeah, off, exactly. So that's the second point. Why do you think? <laughs> why do you think there is a stigma against it, even though it's like the single most natural thing that that's a woman That's exactly can why do? I stuck to this point because it's natural. I'm yeah. just because I'm a plus size model and I know how to difficult to be different already. Yeah. So that's why I didn't give my baby the formula and the pacifier. I was just afraid as hell to give it. <laughs> you know, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. just scary because I didn't know what to do with the baby, and I was just following my instincts and thinking that okay. If that is supposed to be like that, yeah. that's exactly where we're going. No. And if I still have the milk, why am I supposed to stop? No, exactly. And, and because why, why the people is actually trying to right now say, me, say to me that that's not kind of things what the woman do. It's so silly. And it, it, What's the woman supposed I, to do? Work? No, exactly. <laughs> hours? I don't know. I don't, I'd never understand like the the mentality of people of just for one of anyone telling anyone what they should be doing with their body and as you, and and 
I, there's such a, a stigma against all that sort of stuff. It's very difficult to continue. Because I'm sure it. you have people. I that didn't sleep for the last two years, to be honest. No, and that's the thing. It's like you know, your baby's over two and a half years old, and so many people, I'm sure, are coming at you all the time, being like, "You need to stop. You need to stop yes, doing it." That's true. Is there a time where? Because I don't know the answer to this. Is there a time that you think you would stop or like when it would That's be? That's why I start working in New York because I live in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. So when the baby um, became two years and two months, mm -hmm. I start uh, constantly leaving the house. Okay. So for one day, for two days, so kind of give her that idea that mommy is not here anymore. But okay. it's been already eight months. Yeah. She still remember me. She Every time when it. I'm back, she's like, Mama, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you are <laughs> offering to, what you will be offering to me right now. So oh my that's God. only one way how I can put her asleep, to be honest. Hey, listen, whatever works, especially exactly, if she sleeps yeah. through the night. Yep. So that, that's awesome. So um, have you found since uh, having a child um, that modeling has changed for you? Yes, for like, sure. In what ways? It was some clients who actually stopped working with me because my body was uh, changing. Yeah. They was even saying, um, sending this letter to my agent that Katya right now is too big for us. You know, I used to be judged that I'm too sexy, that I'm not enough big. Oh my God. But then I uh, ended up with that editorial uh, with a plus model mark where we were showing my body from the different angle, you know, yeah. without too many Photoshop and retouching. And for a couple months after that, I was okay. Yeah. But then was again too sexy, too tall, something like that. So <laughs> after the pregnancy, too big, understood. you know. To it's just oh, the fashion industry. It's all about that. I know, and I love that. I love the, the, the criticism. For the younger model, don't pay attention to that I know. stuff. I mean, think about it. The fact that their criticism was that you were too sexy is hilarious. That's a problem I didn't know people could have, but apparently. Oh, that was constantly my problem. You know, <laughs> they were trying to make me less prettier. Oh, I think it's because, especially in the fashion industry clients have such an idea of what they want their brand to represent and they will it's almost like they have this cartoon of a person in their head and what they do is instead of being like they they pick a person as close to that cartoon as they think they could get and then they sort of like change you i remember going into a uh, set and it was a plus shoot and for the first time i saw this like rack on the wall that had all these drawers in it and, you know, I'm curious, so I kind of open the drawer and I peek to what's in there. And they're all fake rubber butts and boobs and, and, and muscles and biceps because what they do is they just, like, if you don't even look like that, they'll start putting padding on you to make you look the oh, way yeah. you they want. They used to do the, that with me a lot. Yeah. But we wasn't supposed to tell about that because our contract wasn't supposed to, you no, know, exactly. that's hey, like, that's right, why now, I didn't. right now we can, <laughs> like, I was going to say, notice I didn't, I didn't say what brand was no, doing like, that yeah. because even now I'm just like, I wouldn't put a brand out there, but it's just, it was a reality of the reality is because that it, don't trust the pictures in the internet. Never go to the store and try on please. No, exactly. Because it's, it's actually, you will, um, catch the fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> the first For one, you'll leave the house, which is always nice. It's Great, you know, shopping in the internet is great too, but you will meet people in the store and who knows, yeah. maybe your destiny will be changed. And people always think that it'll look a certain way. Um, the amount of clothes that I wear on set that is cut up the back and pinned together and like, you know, it doesn't look, I'm not wearing anything. I'll never forget, I did one brand where 
there were three different or three or four different fits. Like they had different fits of shirts. They had, you know, like a bigger fit and then a slimmer fit and all that. And instead of giving me the four different shirts, Mm -hmm. they brought in one big shirt and then they just kept pinning it a little smaller and a little tighter each time. And I was kind of, and I was just like, this is, we are lying. We are flat out lying to people. Sometimes but, it's happening. That's true. But I can see right now, I noticed that the sample size is actually changing. Yes. There's, well, because they're finally it's making samples yeah. based on a bigger form, which That's is true, great. Because I do remember that a lot of clients only have the size 14 samples yeah. uh, for the shoot. Right now I can see size 16 and size 18. Great. So I can see that it's already happened and sometimes the clothing is too big on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, same with me. I'm finally getting, with certain brands, getting samples that are too big. And I love it. It's, it's, never, day, right? it's never been a problem it's before. It makes you feel good, right? I know. It, usually I'm just like, all right, I can't drink water two days before the shoot because I have to spit into these tiny things. Yeah, you know, that's profession is kind of... I know people don't realize how much goes into like the back end of it, even as 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 plus models, because everyone I'm thinks. I'm always advising the young generation go to the college. Yeah, absolutely. Complete your education because um, it will be time when you will be done. Yeah. It's normal. Now it's just destiny. It's happening with everybody. Yeah. So you need to be able to find the job after that. I have a question, just because I don't know. In Russia. Um, University mm-hmm. is that is that paid for by the government or is it expensive yes, or is it's paid by the government? Oh, yes, yes. So, so we do have the free education, but it's all about you. You know, you can go and learn something. No, I know, and that's so every industrialized country. This is that's my biggest gripe with the U.S. is education. I well, actually, I have a, I love the U.S. I'm not going anywhere. I don't plan on living anywhere else. I was born here. I love it. My daughter's born here. Exactly. Yeah. Your 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 daughter's an American now, and it's just like no, this is. Not going anywhere. However, um, I'm still, you know, I have plenty of things I'd love to improve about the U.S. since I do live it here. And one of the main things, because like I totally agree with you when you're like, I advise everyone to go get their education because I would love that. I want everyone to learn. I want everyone to get their education, but I'm always hesitant to do it because I went into so much debt in order. I went into $110,000 worth of debt to go to college. And I was like, that's crazy that I was at, you know, at 21 years old, I had that much debt already. And it's like, I want everyone to do there, but I didn't, I never recommend. I was like, do not do what I did don't and go the, into debt yes, for doing but, yeah, it. Yeah, but don't choose the expensive one, you know? No, exactly. And you can go to the college uh, right now. I already know a lot about that through the state. Yes, which is new. Which, which is, is new, which right? Which is brand okay, new, so which is you amazing. You know much better about that, but I'm no. already searching for my daughter. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, you can always go into your state school for a little cheaper, but then I know in New York specifically, mm-hmm. they've now started programs where... Uh, if your family makes less than a certain amount of money, then you can go to state school free of tuition, which is, which is great. And that's what I love seeing. Cause I'm like, I'm hoping by the time my future children get of age, this won't be a conversation. I think what happened with my generation, especially with college is everyone realized they could make money at the same time. I feel like all these universities realized they could make money, that everyone was going to college, everyone had to go to college, and they raised the tuition, in some cases up a thousand percent to what it was. In 20 years, they would they raised the rate 10 times because wow. they could, because you had to go to college. Like my, my generation, you had to go. Like you were, 
considered a failure if you didn't go to college. That's exactly what's in Europe and yeah, Russia. Yeah, it was just such a social yeah. stigma. And I think now what happens is the, this generation went through such a rough time of going into debt for college that now you have the younger generation who thinks, oh, I don't have to do that. I can do all of this. It's and actually, it's, it's also very difficult to choose which degree you want to get when you're 20 years that's old. The thing. That's another thing. It's, it's like you have to choose your entire future when you're like 18. That's that crazy. Not really the, possible. the person I am now compared to the person I was when I was 18 years old is night and day completely different human being mm -hmm. so yeah i know exactly what you're saying right now so just advising go to the state college yeah don't go to the school and, and just be open i mean because i know well you started modeling at like 14 so that's it's different but my mom for you. never let me uh, um go to europe uh, till i will finish my university which is smart yeah, she was saying to me, first of all, you will hang it to me, the diploma, and then you're free to go. And then <laughs> That's you probably why I ended up in America, only when I was 20 years, I 28 know. years old. It well, you decided a, to get yeah. a PhD as well. That uh, was kind of... So you are know, you technically, do you, like when you write your name, do you put doctor in front of it? I never do this. I'm still kind of... <laughs> but you can. Don't really, because, you know, don't really feel that way. I know. <laughs> yes, I can, and... Um, it's actually great. Maybe I will even continue with that. Yeah. It's a great story. You know, right now I can write a topic about how the Instagram changed the game, you know? Exactly. Not just reality show. <laughs> no, it's changed the way. I mean, especially people, kids younger than us, obviously, they don't watch even now at the point where even Netflix and whatnot is getting old. People don't watch that. They sit there and they just watch the YouTube and they watch Instagram and they watch Twitch and and videos so on Twitter and that's the yeah. only that's the only media they're consuming. Forget just social media. They aren't like nobody watches cable anymore. Um, I'm still paying for cable. I'm still paying for it. Because I really want to see the CNN news. You know, like I, I came to I do the same for the freedom. Thing. <laughs> I'm paying so much for um, cable. It is literally just to watch the news and local sports every now and then. Yeah, but I'm fan of the hockey. Are you? <laughs> I want to get into hockey. I love. I used to, so um, I'm from Connecticut, and we had a um, professional team mm -hmm. back in the day. Um, we had the Hartford Whalers. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I was about eight, eight, or eight or nine years old, they stopped being a team. So they, they just, they left. They, well, they went <laughs> from, they moved from Connecticut to uh, South Carolina and mm -hmm. No one wanted to follow them anymore from Connecticut because they like rechanged their names. They weren't the Whalers anymore. They became the Carolina Hurricanes. And so I think a lot of people in Connecticut became jaded towards hockey. <laughs> because of that. Because of, well, also, um, they were our only professional team. Like our only professional sports team was our hockey team. So when they left, I think everyone was. Uh, so I need to get back into hockey because I always loved it. I just, you know. It's was, a great game. Yeah, I just Tough. miss it. Because yeah. hockey was big in Russia. Yes. I'm yeah. sure that you... So Because it's cold, you know? No, <laughs> Basically, exactly. what else you can do? <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's big when in it's Canada, like eight too. eight months of the, you know... Exactly. It's big in Canada, too. Mm -hmm. And then I remember there... Well, back... You might remember it from... You were young, but there was a very large rivalry of the U.S. versus the USSR hockey team back in the 80s. I do we, we even, I guess, have the movie about it. Yeah, Miracle on Ice, just mm -hmm. because it was a huge rivalry at the time. That's true. It's so funny. There's always an interesting dynamic between Russia and the U.S. It's, there's, obviously, there's been a lot of animosity, but it's like... 
It's very difficult to be Russian in USA right now, to be honest. I can imagine. I can imagine. I was going to ask about that just because it's... Not easy. I have so me. many Russian friends. It wasn't easy to be Russian with a Russian passport and travel around the world. Yeah. Because you all the time need to apply for the visa. Yeah. As an American, you can travel whenever you want, almost. Well, but parts of, most, most of Europe we can without a visa. I cannot. Yeah. All the time I need to go to the embassy and kind of prove who I am. That's Jeez. why I need education. That's why I need my bank account. That's why I need to have the clean history about me. Yeah. And everything's supposed to be on Google. <laughs> so oh the embassy can easily Google me, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, well, I will not They can just look at your Wikipedia the, page and be like, okay, it's her. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise I will not have the visa. So I will not be able to go for work. And I'm actually... Me, um, so many opportunities didn't come to me because of that. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt it. It's, a, I think it's interesting, and there's a lot of similarities between being Russian and being in America, because for so long, for the last, you know, 60 years at least, we were the two biggest global players in everything. It's like Russia and the U.S. are the ones that kind of, and it's almost like, it's, it's almost like this giant game of like dodgeball where it's the rest of the globe had to decide like whose side they were on, whether they're on Russia's side or the U.S.'s side. But then at and the same... And since I still was born in Soviet Union. Yeah. So I'm all about the friendship. Yeah. <laughs> because otherwise I do not really understand. Well, and that's... Why do I be supposed to fight all the time? I don't get it. I really, <laughs> I really don't get it because there's, you know, we have so much in common, especially now. I understood it more, I guess, when it was like USSR, the whole capitalist versus communist society. But now that we're two democracies, I really don't get it. <laughs> like... I mean, sort of. I know. You're like democracy. Yeah, democracy. 97% yeah. election rate. <laughs> yeah. I know. Democracy. It's a dream word for me right now. Oh, my God. Well, it's a dream word for most of America right now, so don't worry. <laughs> I think in the next... Uh, I do hope that once upon a time, yeah. it will happen. <laughs> I think, it, I mean, ugh, well, it won't happen until our, our world leaders change. Um, I Hopefully... Fingers crossed. Nothing Our leader changes in the next two years. Um, I don't know when your leader will ever change. I really, he's changed the rules a couple times, so he's not going it's, anywhere. Yeah, it's history, you know. The yeah. Russians just, you know, laugh that way because from the beginning, yeah, used used to be a king. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think maybe it's also simple, and that's and the U.S. started by rebelling. Like that's how the U.S. became the U.S. So yes. we never had a monarchy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did have a monarchy, but we weren't our country yet. So it's kind of, it's it, it's. I think that's why. The U.S. will always change leaders very quickly. Much but, faster than we are. But so many, well, not just you, like every other country. I mean, look at England. I mean, yes, the prime minister changes, but we're still, you know, uh, Queen Elizabeth has been the queen, or Victoria? Queen Victoria. Queen Elizabeth? Do I not know the queen? Oh, my right God. Right now it's Elizabeth. I think. No, no, <laughs> Victoria was before. <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel so dumb no, no, right no, no. now. It was She's on, not my queen. I'm allowed to not know. It was on Netflix, the TV series yes. about the Queen Victoria. That's probably why you right now messed up Maybe. a little. Yeah, because it was a huge TV series about the Queen Victoria. It's the same queen, though. It's the th- crown? Are you talking about the crown? The, uh, the Elizabeth is this next one. I don't know. Well, look, neither of us are British. We're totally allowed not to know. But, but it, you know, what I'm saying is she's been the leader forever. Now, she's not. She's more of like a figurehead than anything else. Mm-hmm. But still, it's, I don't know, it's very interesting. Especially what I don't understand about, like, in going back to, like, the long-term U.S.-Russian uh, animosity. 
I've met so many Russian people living in New York. New York has such a huge Russian population. And so many of my friends have been Russian over the years. I uh, managed a music club Mm -hmm. back in the day. um, And we almost specifically, our entire wait staff was Russian girls. Mm -hmm. Just because... They were perfect for what, like every, you know, we had, I mean, we had plenty, but the girls who stuck around, the waitresses who stuck around always ended up being Russian for some reason. And I think it was just because, um, the Supreme, like, you know, obviously a great work ethic, but also like the, uh, the, like the no bullshit attitude because <laughs> we were in a very busy club and like, you know, people would try to shrug them off and we had a drink minimum that you had to have two drinks and no one wants to. And you know, and the little American girls would go over and they'd say, no, I don't want to drink. They'd be like, I don't know what to you do. Know, in Russia, you need to be tough. Otherwise you will be not alive. I know. And that's I think from it, the beginning, that's how they teach us. So yeah. it's actually made my life much easier. Yeah, because I was able to travel and communicate with people, and wasn't even afraid of anything. So no, because you have to. From the beginning, they raised me as a strong girl. I don't yeah. have any other option. <laughs> no, it's that backbone, and that's I why I would love to, honestly. I know, <laughs> but that's I what did the... not have that option to be weak. <laughs> God, because I'm like thinking back. I'm like, I think our our waitresses' name were Anya, Masha, <laughs> Paula, Sasha, and we're just like, this is the best, just because we they were. It was it was that toughness and that like. Like, no, 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 this is the rules. You it's have rules. to do this. Yeah. It's we like, actually do know how to follow the rules as yeah. well, to be honest. And in the U.S., uh, one of the things we hate more than anything else is following rules. <laughs> which I think but these countries exist only because the rules No, exactly. Absolutely. Here, right? Without rules. I know, but I think that's also why the U.S. is constantly evolving is because, yeah, we follow some rules, but then it's like every year we choose a rule that we don't want to follow anymore. <laughs> we, we push that one out and we'll follow the other ones, but that rule we're like, so, no. See, and then you when have that, that freedom. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then when a new rule happens, we're like, okay, we didn't like that old rule. Now we have a new rule. Now let's pick another rule we don't like. And it's like this constant like change. But that's one of the reasons there's so much animosity in new, in the U.S. period right now, I think, is because so many things have changed. All the rules have changed, and there's still a po- section of the population that See, really Instagram wants. Instagram has existed. Exactly. <laughs> the and that's the media thing. wasn't so important a couple of years ago, and right now everything is because of that. So I know. let's keep an eye and be very careful with that. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be. So you did um, going back to we were talking about reality TV a little earlier. Um, I feel like they're now starting to have like new reality TV that's coming out that's try to be a little better. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, uh, for example, it's like okay, what I think it all started in the U.S. with there was a show called The Real World, which was just people getting drunk and yelling at each other, and then you had Jersey Shore, which was just people getting drunk and yelling at each other, and then you had Keeping Up with the Kardashians, where they didn't get drunk as often, but they were still just yelling at each other and, and being mean. And, and they go for party and they go dressing. Exactly. You know, what about the motherhood, you know? No, exactly. <laughs> and I think... What about the raising the child? It's so difficult, you and, know? I met a lot have, of American moms who are stay-at-home moms. They have five or four children. Yeah. And I'm impressed how awesome they are. Yeah. They have rules at home, everything, you know? I'm not even ready for the second child yet because I'm kind of... I only have two hands. <laughs> I know, I know. I can't imagine. Um, uh, is your husband still? Is your husband like helpful with the ch- with the children and whatnot? Yes. So we didn't hire the babysitter. Go- so okay. it's only me and him. Yeah. And we also have the Russian dog. 
You have a Russian dog? <laughs> Dutch hunt. Oh, okay. She came with us from Moscow, so she barks Russian. That's how we're joking, because she literally <laughs> do not understand American. But the oh dog cannot God. watch the baby, you know? So no, it was exactly. me or husband. Yeah. So, but it was a very great experience. And thanks God, we are not divorced after that. Oh, my God. <laughs> because Listen. trust me, it's going to be very difficult. So you need to be patient. Well, that's the thing. I so will be not lying to you and saying that it's easy. The baby will be sleeping. I know. No. I know. My, my, uh, so me and my wife would like to have children soon. We don't have any yet, but it's, you know, it's definitely it's, an uh, aspiration. Yeah. It's what we want to do. And we, I it's going to be so hard because we got a dog a couple, I don't know, it's not the same, but four years ago we got a dog and it was the most, because it was a young puppy, it was the most me and my wife ever fought. <laughs> was trying to so raise this So now you're ready. You already had practice. Yeah, yeah. That's now fine. he's Now he's good. He's fine. But the I'm just like. The baby will grow too. I know. You will fight. That's okay. Yeah. You know, uh, the life is not idea, uh, ideal and the pictures is not ideal as well. Yeah. We're all human. Yeah. We're all supposed to fight and then we're all supposed to laugh about it. Exactly. So it's <laughs> no, exactly. There's a show called um, on Netflix right now called Tidying Up with uh, Marie Kondo. <laughs> it, but it's literally just of this, uh, this woman from Japan who wrote a book on how to organize your home. And she just Is comes. It's really possible. <laughs> I know. Because she says it you is. Want the new rules, right? Exactly. <laughs> so she comes in and she like helps people like clean their house and you always see the couples get into these fights that is like like I've seen myself get into that exact fight. They'll fight for like 10 minutes about a t-shirt and I'm just like, "Oh, I've had especially in marriage like you get to that point where you become so comfortable with your partner that you get less afraid that they're just going to up and leave. So you will have, whoa, you will have arguments about like the dumbest thing because you, will be, but, you, you feel know, safe. Um, uh, which, uh, it was very helpful for me and for my husband that we've been together for 10 years before the baby. That helps, so definitely. we travel a lot. So we had a lot of memory before that. And all the time when we fight right now, if it's ever happening I know. we kind of like reminding you know where we start yeah it's important to remember that i think it's important for us to just as human you can beings easily to remember where we start you know but you cannot repair so fast i know so just like people girls you know men just keep an eye you know you can break the glass for one second yeah but you cannot you know fix it for another 10 seconds that's glass that cap yeah so it's very difficult it's, it's like a life I know. I think I think it's just we as human beings have to be a little more like understanding with ourselves and not only that, grateful be where patient. we came from. Be I patient. mean <laughs> think about it. you and me at ten years old, did you imagine this is where you would be in New when York? When I was ten years right old, now, I was modeling. living in Germany with yeah. my father. Yeah. And everybody was speaking Deutsch yeah. <laughs> around me. I didn't really understand what what are they talking about, but I I do remember the nice flowers and I remember myself when I was um, in a plan mm -hmm. that was uh, our way back to Russia that I will be definitely back yeah. because I wanted. Yeah. So ten years after I came to exactly the same city and I was like, you just need to make a dream. Yeah, and you just need to follow the dream. I love that. That's the perfect place to end, I think. <laughs> no, because it's exactly that. You just, you know, it's you learn. It's all about America. Yeah, it's all Fall, about America. Following the dream. <laughs>
I think we're all trying to follow a dream. <laughs> Katya, this was a lot of fun. Thank Great. you so much. I'm glad you walked up to me on a beach in Miami three years ago. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, please, everybody, follow Katya on all the social medias at Katya Zarkova. K, um, okay, I'm going to try to spell it. K A T Y A Z H A R K O V A. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Follow that. Katya, thank you so much. Uh, you have an amazing career, and we're just going to keep watching it. Thanks. I love it. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Bye. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Please follow Katya on all of the social medias. Follow me on social media at Zach Miko, Z-A-C-H-M-I-K-O. Guys, I love you so much. Thank you for being a part of this every single weekend or day or Monday. I mean, I do this on the weekend, but I guess it's Monday. I love you all so much. Um, We got some great episodes coming at you. I'm going to be traveling all week, so please follow me on social media. Find out where I'm going. I'm going to Anguilla and Miami and all these cool places, and you guys are going to have fun. And until next week, remember to go out in the world and do big things.